1: What's up, guys? Kelsey Charles Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Voice in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Oh, hello there. How was your week, Kelso? Um, I it's it was insane. If like, I'm just being totally transparent, <laughs> like I think that was for both of us. But holy cow, yeah, how completely
2: relate? Yeah, I. And sitting here on a lunch break, just pounded some Chick-fil-A, ready to talk to the Cowboys. Just.
1: Oh, good. I, too, had some chicken nuggets today. So feels like we're very much um, on the same wavelength. So that's, <laughs> that's a good start for Friday. Love that journey for us. Truly. Um, okay. So we've got the final preseason game, and it is Sunday, Urban Meyer and the Mighty fighting Trevor Lawrence's, um, <laughs> I was going to say, and or Gardner Minshew's, but I'm pretty sure it has been is determined. It sad?
2: Yeah. Is it sad, though, that, like, so much has happened with us in this offseason that I just kind of forget that Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence are there?
1: Dude, I'm telling you. it. I mean, first of all, how long is Urban Meyer going to be there? Because once they start losing games, like, he might – have some issues that he has to go away and deal with because he doesn't like to lose. And that is coming from someone who is an Ohio state fan kind of so. Um,
2: <laughs> it's, Ohio state fan adjacent
1: adjacent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all about awareness. Okay. That's really the key. But um, yeah, man, I mean, it's kind of wild that we are finally here and, and honestly, it, I, I kind of did forget myself, but it'll be weird for me to watch Urban Meyer coach NFL. I just, it it doesn't feel real, real yet. And I'm just trying to think like, if we have to go down the list of college coaches who have been successful in the NFL, like, like really, truly, I wonder where the stats lay because we all know that Saban was terrible, And but you've got (laughs) but but you've got Cliff. And so I'm just like, where where do we think we lie on the spectrum of is it successful to transition from college to NFL or not? Because I'm not sure. Do, Do we love Cliff though yet? I'm I'm unsure. I'm I just think he looks like Ryan Gosling. So like he gets points from me for that alone. But well, it's just kind of like when he went into
2: Texas Tech and he was the new hotness. Like, is he really good yet? I'm not, I can't say for sure. Is he really good or is we'll see. he
1: just really cute? Like <laughs> yeah.
2: probably the latter. <laughs> will he be everyone's Halloween costumes again? Very much. We'll
1: see. So that's that's, <laughs> that's going to be the true threshold on if we think that he's successful or not. Like if he catches on culturally in the league.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he did in the NCAA, so I'm like, I'm kind of waiting for it.
1: Yeah. I think it
2: could happen again. Lightning um, could strike twice.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm here for it as well. He's basically, I mean, I don't really know how much work he's done because honestly, all he's done is straight up taken over the Houston Texans team. So it feels like he's exactly. kind of been eating a little bit. He's like, let me let the Texans do all the work and then I'll take over. Not that that's a good strategy, by the way. I mean- we're, I that's one team I would not be trying to follow suit with, but whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, they had their they
2: had their moment like a while ago. And ever since then, who are they? What do they do? They lose in like heartbreaking fashion and like the they end up like losing in the third quarter. Like just let's uh let's get Hunter Peniagua on the line for that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Watched his face crumble before my
2: eyes.
1: (laughs) Why do we get so much joy off of tormenting our friends and their football teams? Like it's so rich coming from us like Cowboys fans, where technically, technically, we really haven't had a ton of success in a while, but yet here we are, like, you know, sticking our tongues out, like, hey, listen, just so we're clear, y'all are the worst. It's fine. It's part of our saying, is it
2: misery loves company?
1: Truth. Big truth. <laughs> um, speaking of which, though, because Houston for never, but also a bunch of Florida men are coming to town. And I feel like they are the, the redheaded stepchild of Houston because Florida men are just a different breed. So, um, yeah. you know, it's a noon game on Sunday. And excuse me, that's it's going to be boring. <laughs> like I'm I'm yawning because. Yeah.
2: It's going to be boring for a couple reasons. <laughs> One, like, I feel like this is just not a sexy matchup, and especially in the preseason. Right. So, yeah. But then, of course, let's throw in the COVID protocol problem, leaving us without CD, KZ, uh, Connor Williams, Carlos Watkin, and Swag Daddy Dan.
1: Swag. Problem. Daddy Dan. Let me just really quickly say this. I really view it as a missed opportunity for hard knocks that we haven't had more Dan Quinn DQ storylines. Like why inquiring minds. Maybe he's just like too cool. I feel like that probably is the truth because I found out I was actually up at the facility yesterday, um, which by the way, um, I actually had a really fun interaction with, with bones and, uh, he or wait did I call him the wrong thing why am I Bottle. I yeah no I was thinking yeah, bones. we call um there's a team photographer who's been around forever James and we call him bone crusher and so I was ah, mixed no. up here for a second anyways Bottle I did,
2: might want to look into feeling that but yeah in the
1: meantime <laughs> yeah uh but he first of all, he's just as lovely in person as you would think he he you would think he is. I don't know why I was talking about that, but um I Are you uh, giving him your two cents about kickers or I I was about to, but then I decided <laughs> that I the season hasn't even started yet and I'd like to not get kicked out of the facility and banned yet, especially you know what I mean? Fair. Just I don't know. I've for some reason this team has decided to keep me around for like 12 years at this point and like <laughs> I what gives but um speaking of bones though it really does feel like special teams is like a, is just gonna be here one of our main storylines like obviously we'll talk about the quarterback situation because that needs to be discussed but right I it, it yeah. is kind of funny when like we're over here talking about how like, Nick Ralston like you know the fullback what's his plight going to be like this is where we are in the season at this point, you guys. We all know it. They, gotta, they have to make their final cuts to on on the thirty first down to fifty three. So it really does come down to what guys have position flex versatility. Who's going to actually be a special teams ace? Like who can who can make the team? And we all know an avenue for doing that and getting your name inked on that final fifty three is a lot of times when it comes down to the wire. Can you play special teams? So you know, I would be paying a lot of attention to that this weekend. Mainly for me, though, I have to be honest with you, and I know we joke a lot about the quarterback situation, Meg. I am concerned. I think I'm concerned. I really do. Um,
2: I'm not gonna lie to you, but um the second I saw Garrett at camp, I was alarmed. Yes, like truly alarmed. And then, see, like after the Hall of Fame, I was like, "This is an issue." Like. What is it? five alarm fire? Like I'm I'm like freaking out. After after the Hall of Fame game, I was like, this is a, a true issue. Yeah. And seeing as how it's, you know, they're giving us this like, oh yeah, we think Dak's gonna be back. You know what? <laughs> if he's back, great. What if something happens and we have Garrett Gilbert at the helm? Like I'm just not okay with it. I'm not.
1: No. And I,
2: I know we can't have as cushy of a situation as last year, but
1: come on. I don't know whether to read into uh, the restructuring of Zeke's contract, contract or not. Brian Broaddus always tells he, me to. I was going to
2: say, you like to geek money. out over that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he always is like, follow the money. And I'm like, okay, so hear me out. Are you freeing up money this year so that we can bring Kyle Orton back? Um, where are we at, but <laughs> um, we know where and, your head's at, you in, in all seriousness. So like, I, I am with you. Like I'm concerned. And like, I was talking to Danny McRae yesterday when I was up at the star and, um, I was, we were talking about backup quarterbacks and I was just like, what? Like, you know, he, he was like, listen, bro, let me just say this. Mac, Matt, Matt Castle was not good, like at all. And no. I, uh, he who else did he say was terrible as well? It was actually kind of funny. He was like, Great guy, bad at football. Oh, Jay Cutler, Brandon when went, yeah, oh, yeah, when he went and played for the Bears. But like, that's kind of how I feel about some of the guys that we have right now. I'm like, Garrett Gilbert, great guy. I don't want him behind the line for my football team. Same thing with Danucci. absolutely not. I love Ben Danucci and I absolutely love the storylines around that, man, I love making jokes and I love having fun. And I think he's fun too. Bad at football, at least right now. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I really genuinely not at this level. Like, again, I have to qualify that. Like whenever I'm going to go and be so assertive as to actually talk about someone's performance and say like what I think, like if he's a good ball player or not, I want to qualify that because you know this it takes a lot even to be getting to this level and even having conversations around like making a practice squad like Danucci is right like it's a it's an accomplishment right. in itself that he's doing that but you can't deny the fact that like jmu is going to be a different level than the Dallas Cowboys and I think that's just it's just really evident when you see these guys and like it just concerns me that we're in this position where, I, I, you know, if he makes a team, it feels like it's just a, a a handshake deal that McCarthy has one of his guys on the roster because he's from Pittsburgh, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not feeling that confident about it. I I know this we always, we thought that Garrett Gilbert was going to be the number two guy. And that was going to be like what the deal was going into this season. Now, apparently Cooper rush has emerged from the, uh, the depths of <laughs> the, of the depth chart, if you will, in the quarterback room. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting situation where we're just going to have to see how confident this team feels in going into the season especially after last year with these type of caliber backup quarterbacks on the team. Me personally, I don't feel that great about it. And I just, I don't love the position that we're in. It scares me. I definitely don't have a major concern about Dax health, but at the same time, God forbid, and please make sure you realize that I'm knocking on wood should anything happen or if he just needs like a break that we have someone who can be a good bus driver behind the line. Who's serviceable in a a actual true NFL capacity. And I'm just not feeling like we're there yet. So the end I'm concerned signed a concerned.
2: (laughs) It is. Yeah. It's feeling more and more like we're going to see um Ben Denucci walk in whatever capacity that may be, whether it's down to practice squad or whatever.
1: Right.
2: It seems as though they may hang on to Cooper Rush, and um it, it's going to be interesting to see who hits the streets and is available. um You know, as the season goes on, and if that's something that they can do to remedy this situation, because right, right now you're right. It's like a, it is a problem. It's just straight up. Yeah. So, so
1: we'll see. We
2: shall see. Passing our fingers.
1: <laughs> but we know for sure who we will not be seeing. And as you guys know, Dak Prescott is not going to be playing this game. The They are full steam ahead towards him being prepared for the regular season. Tampa Bay, September 9th, Megan Murray will be there. Slight chance I will be too, but I'm pretty sure that's a no-go at this point. But Meg Murray, GTB, will be representing at the very least. Um, I, I, I And I'm okay with that because, again, like – I'm not sure your thoughts on this and I'd love to get your opinion. I was kind of, you know, obviously on Twitter and I, I am interested to hear your opinions on the preseason at this point. I'm not sure that I am. I don't know. I think I see the value, but I've been been observing and noticing how more and more teams are, are using this time and they're just resting their starters, which makes sense. But like, I feel like training camp has been a place where a lot of guys have been able to make an impact and due to the nature of the caliber of players that you have on the field during these preseason games, it doesn't feel like it's that much more of a step above like a a true padded practice because literally, genuinely, these dudes, you're like, hey, here's your chance to go on the NFL field and say you played NFL football and then we're going to cut you next week because we needed your body to go through this so we could rest our starters like I don't know I I'm definitely not discounting it but like it just feels at this point we're we're kind of we're like dragging on the preseason and I'm not sure the value is there maybe like it used to be
2: yeah I I struggle to see like the what it brings to the table as well um just And I don't know what the answer would be. I'm sure it has more so to do with like concessions and like being able to sell tickets and stuff like that. That's kind of where it feels like the value comes from because when you're not playing your starters or you're just giving them a couple of snaps, like, and, and I guess like it is padded. They go more all out than they would, you know, in a scrimmage or something, but I mean, for how many reps you're getting and how like what the, the high risk of losing people, it's just, it, yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me me either. Um, but, you know, I'm not a
1: billionaire making all the decisions. So <laughs> Jerry, it's up to you. Jerry, please let us know. Yeah. So anyways, um, I think in general we we can expect to not be seeing a ton from any of the starters really Um, come Sunday. I'm totally fine with that. Um, At the end of the day, it's going to be something where, you know, we, these bubble guys are going to get an opportunity to try and make or break their opportunity, whether it's with the Cowboys or with another team. Obviously we know this is a really big time for scouts to be watching and seeing like, Hey, if we don't have room for, you know, so-and-so like we're gonna we're gonna cut him and hopefully he clears waivers and we can put him on the practice squad or someone else is going to grab him and that's just kind of like what we do this time of year it's like churning like will mcclay likes to say it's churning like the bottom fourth of the roster this is the time when they are are looking and bookmarking those guys that could make sense and fit that bill so you know while i'd say it's boring at the same time there is some utility to it so i can't fully discount it but we all know that I'm mainly just going to be writing in all caps about urban Meyer and making jokes about how, if he loses that he'll, he won't come back or something like that. And like watching Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's now officially named QB one. And then you're the, the the main competition is going to be for the QB two slot So the main storyline, I guess going into this weekend is the the fight for the backup position across, you know, both teams. And again, like it's, we, we both have lost a running back, um, Ours was (laughs) maybe theirs is a little bit better than ours that, that, that we lost, but still like it's, we are, I'm, I'm ready to get this game over with. I'm excited for the novelty of some of the fun high level storylines, but I'm ready for the regular season.
2: Yes. I'm fully ready for the regular season to happen. Um, Obviously yeah, if anyone's in Tampa, holler at me because I'm trying to tailgate with some Cowboys fans and not get stuck around too many Bucks fans. But yeah, um, yeah I, I've, that's my full focus right now. It's like, I feel like we just have to jump this hurdle to get to where we're going, which is uh, game one at Tampa. So getting close.
1: On to Tampa Bay. As a-
2: On to Tampa Bay. I still need you to help me sage my dad's jersey.
1: But oh right. <laughs> we cannot forget about that. I know. Back- I have to
2: exercise those spirits before the first
1: game. Literally we have to do that because Meg and I, as you guys probably know, unfortunately were at that fateful game last year Then Megan was wearing a jersey. And so a now maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It it, it wasn't bad luck jersey. It doesn't help in our superstitiousness because <laughs> no, not it at just all. Doesn't, and so I opted to offer to burn it, and then she was like, "Thanks, but this was expensive." <laughs> <laughs> we think that
0: saging as,
1: is the next best thing.
2: As much as I understand where you're coming from, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to watch like money burn in front of you. So uh, literally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i only wore it one time
1: <laughs> and, then, and then someone will probably be like wait a minute are you going like full lebron james fan right now or like when he leaves cleveland people are like burning his jersey like no that would there's <laughs> just room for misinterpretation and like we don't need that so um yeah the, no, never i would never burn Dax's jersey
2: no matter where he went yeah
1: so Excuse me. Mainly, what we're gonna do is is we're gonna stage the jersey, and then we need you guys to um, get in touch because Meg needs some tailgate buddies for Tampa Bay. So the end. Yes, please. Um, we want to get your thoughts on what you think about this final preseason game. If there's really anything you're looking forward to, or are you just going to? Or are you one of those people who is nerdy AF about football? So you are truly sitting there taking notes about these bubble players and and analyzing special teams, because if so, bless you. And I think that's wonderful, but I have to imagine that the rest of us are moving forward to September 9th. So excited for football, happy. It's back, happy. It is almost truly, truly back, but um, let's get Sunday over with please. And thank you.
2: Yes. And if you feel like nerding out with uh, that kind of content, I know, Tom Ryle wrote a article on BTB about um, cutting down to the 53 had some nuanced takes on it. It was fun to read. So if that's something you're into. Go on over to blogging Love it. I sent
1: okay guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it outside of going to our website though, blogintheboys.com, you can subscribe and you should subscribe. I would assume you are because you're listening, but if you're not, please do subscribe to the blog and the boys podcast feed, wherever your podcasts, whether that is Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher also rate review, subscribe, please give us all the five stars. It really does mean the world to us. Truly, truly, truly. We do not take it for granted that we get to talk about sports and hang out with you guys every week. You're also can find us on um, social media. I am on Instagram at Hey, Kelsey Charles. And I'm also on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. And Megan is
2: at Meg Murray with four R's on both of those things.
1: Um, We have some uh, choice words to leave you guys with. I know we talked about Houston and Houston 2.0 and Florida men, but um, there is specifically... Oh, wait. I also need to wish a very belated birthday to you on our show here. (laughs) Guys, it was Megan Murray's birthday this week, (laughs) so um, if you missed that, uh, make sure and... Find her on social media and wish her a belated happy birthday to our Cowboys queen. But, Meg, leave us with the words that we know that everyone wants to hear.
2: Well, thank you, thank you, thank you first. And then, um, you know, just a little Cowboys forever, Philly for never. Birds are,
1: are not real. Goodbye.
2: Nope.